Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 150 of the WW Bro Podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. live on Facebook. But as always, the podcast is available at www.bropodcast.podbean.com, as well as on iTunes. And please don't forget to five-star rate and review. I love reading the reviews. Love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Um, Don't forget, Built Bar is coming out with some great new flavors. The new white chocolate flavors are amazing. I hate white chocolate, but for some reason, Built Bar nailed it again. So definitely go to BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself 10% at checkout. Couple of days left. December 15th is the deadline to vote for Best of Long Island. That's right. I know there's a lot of crazy election stuff in the news. We're not paying attention to that. We're paying attention to the only vote that matters this year. That's the Best of Long Island in the Arts and Entertainment category podcast, the WW Bro podcast. You go to bestof.longislandpress.com slash voting. Vote for the WW Bro podcast. I just need something back here, uh, that, that blank space on the wall. I want Best Podcast to, to be on there, so definitely help me get that, get that. You can vote every day up until December 15th. So once again, bestof.longislandpress.com slash voting. I have a guest on tonight, so that means there'll be a bonus episode this Wednesday on the Patreon page. To become a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. And you'll have access to all the bonus episodes. There's a full library there. So every time I have a guest on, there will be a bonus episode. Once again, patreon.com slash Podcast. And like I mentioned, I have a guest tonight. I'm very excited uh, for my guest tonight. You can follow him on Instagram. I like his name. It's I'm Gooch, you're not. My guest, Leon. Leon, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good. What's going on, Anthony? How you feeling tonight? I'm good. I'm good. I, li- I love that name. Well, how'd you get you get that name? Ah oh, man. Well, you mean you're you're around the same age as me, so you yeah. grew up in the eighties. I'm sure you saw um, different strokes. Yes, I watch it every day. And that the Gooch was the bully. And ironically, <laughs> it was a girl. Yes, I never put that together. Oh my god. But I've always been a bigger kid, and I mean, I've probably been called Gooch since I was six months old. Okay, I just thought it was like a clever name that you had. I didn't know it was that's that's awesome. Oh no, <laughs> it's just been a nickname, and it kind of stuck with me forever. Like my grandmother called me that, and then eventually <laughs> everyone started calling me. See, I got I got cheese. That's that was my nickname for my family. They called <laughs> they called me Cheese. Anthony Cheese was my nickname growing up, and now the kids they call me Uncle Cheese. So that name yeah, just you gotta use it. I well. I got it tattooed on me. I mean, it's, I, I I use it all. That's all I answer to. I don't let the kids call me by my real name. It, it's it's Uncle Cheese. That that's the name. Um, yeah, I mean, when I hear someone call me Leon, I almost forget to turn around if I'm not at work. 
<laughs> See, I did. I, I called you Leon. I, I didn't know if like you go by Gooch or Leon, but I guess for the rest of the show. Rory's like the only person who calls me Leon. Okay. So I'll just call you Gooch. That's it. Yeah, that's cool. That works. There we go. You can call me you can call me whatever you want, actually. I my my nickname <laughs> my nickname in high school was D Bag. Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine how I got that, but no, it it uh it does mean what it's supposed to mean. My cousin used to say, you know what, you're a real D bag, and the name just stuck, like people started calling me. And then I just took it on as like, you know, that's my name and all these years later, that's what people still call me. So my, my friends still call me D-Bag. So I understand how a name sticks. But I, I like I like the name Gooch. I, I didn't know it was from different strokes. Now I like it even more. Loving it. Love that you use it. And I like that you're like, I'm Gooch, you're not. Was somebody else trying to take that name from you? And you're like, no, listen, it's mine. I picked that name after going through so many Instagram names. Like, I didn't have Instagram until later on because I had Android so it wasn't on Android in the beginning. It was only on iPhone. Was it really? Yeah, it came out on iPhone first for almost six months to a year. See, I've always had iPhone. That's why. I just went to iPhone like three, four years ago. Okay. But I had like different names. And I used to DJ. So it was DJ Gooch for a while. And then that really didn't stick. And I tried other names with Gooch in it. And then I saw all these different combinations of Gooch taken, but I felt like people have been calling me Gooch since 83. So I felt like I had more ownership to it. So that's where I'm Gooch, you're not came in. Okay. Okay. Definitely. As I, got, I got that now. I always wanted to, uh, to do something cool like DJ. I, I never understood like how it worked. Like, you know, if you just like, you know, I understand. I see like people with the headphones on and like, are you listening to a song like come on before? And then like, or is it just like one after the other? Or you have like a whole mix. Yeah. You have, so you have like your, um, your crossfader. Okay. And if you're the song that you're playing that everyone's listening to, you can switch your headset to listen to the other song so that you can kind of blend them together. Okay. So that's, that's a whole different thing that I'm used to doing. Cause that's you know, but it's kind of like comedy because like when we're on stage telling jokes, I'm like three, four jokes ahead in my head than what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm kind of like autopilot, like as far as what's coming out of my mouth and in the performance, and in my head, I'm like, okay, if this joke gets a certain response, I got to go to this one, and if this doesn't work, I can go right to this one real quick. So I kind of get that that whole thing that at least one thing in my life I can actually be like multitasking because it doesn't happen at work or any other aspect of my life. <laughs> So I, I totally get that. That's awesome that you used to DJ. And you're now in Florida, which I'm jealous because it is freezing here on Long Island. It's too hot down here. I don't like the heat. Okay. What's We're down here by circumstance, not by choice. Okay. What's the temperature there right now? Uh, now, it's kind of cold. So it's like 62. Aw, poor Gooch. Yeah. It is. I mean, that's colder <laughs> than normal. It's like 30 today. It's So there's no. I love that. You love that. But you're from Long Island. You're originally from Long Island. Yeah, yeah. I was born in Queens. And then when I turned about seven or eight, I moved into Long Island. And okay. I was kind of bouncing around between Queens and Long Island until I got to high school. And then we kind of stayed in Long Island and made it work for the rest of the time. Okay. And uh, how long ago did you move to, uh, to Florida? Ten years. So you've been in Florida now for ten years. And you moved... Uh... 
just wanted to go down or is it like a whole was it was it a um we were so we were living in new york we were renting okay and we actually came down to florida to visit Lori's parent when we got back we found out that the place we were renting was being foreclosed oh, okay and new york is just so expensive and we tried to find other options we couldn't really find anything within our budget or reasonable so her parents said, hey, you guys are more than welcome to stay down here. So we moved. I put in my two weeks at my job. And we came to Florida. The only kind of silver lining to that was my company purchased another company in Florida and needed support. Oh, okay. So I stayed on. So you stayed on. Okay, that works. That works. I, um... My, my my cousin moved to Florida. He lives in Boca. He moved down when uh, he was like twenty one, and I remember him like he was always trying to get me to like come down there to live. Like he's like, oh, you you'll stay here at my dad's for a little bit, and like you know until you you know you find a place. I I never I couldn't do because the heat. The same thing with you and the bugs are too big. I I don't I can't yeah, I can't deal with the, I can't deal with the bugs. I I, I can't deal with <laughs> the, the lizards running around. So. That's yeah, definitely everywhere too. snakes and all types of reptiles everywhere. Yeah. So that's like, you know, that's, that's totally, that's totally out of my whole element, but you know, now I, I could deal with it better. Um, like even in the summer and stuff like that before I couldn't deal with the heat at all being, you know, 200 pounds heavier. Um, it had to get better though, since you've been losing weight, right? Uh, I mean, I don't sweat as much, but it's still, it's hot out there. Like, I go outside, and I just take out the garbage, and I got to change my underwear. It's just hot. <laughs> you got to change your underwear from just going out to empty the garbage. I can relate <laughs> to that. I can definitely relate to that. Or getting, like, I was just eating. I remember sweating when I used to eat. That was always, uh, that was always a problem for me. So I saw that you... down here is the worst. Yeah. It can't, it, just now out, do you guys have outdoor dining, or are you allowed to eat inside? Because it's kind of crazy here. Our state is a little more free with everything. So yeah. we make our best determination wherever we go. But right now there's like 75% occupancy. Okay. And you can eat inside or outside. Okay. All right. So that, that, that makes it a little better. Um, I yeah. saw that you, you had lost 100 pounds on T25. You know, that's the first thing was like, what's T25? I, I, that's the first thing I wanted to ask you because I'm a little confused. I never heard of that before. It's, um, you ever heard of Beachbody? Yeah. So, Sean T., the guy who does Insanity. Okay. He made an easier one called T25. And it's just 25 minutes every day. And then twice on Saturday. So, I did that like three times over. And that's how I like lost my first 100 pounds. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't pay for it. I downloaded it off the <laughs> internet. <laughs> So you downloaded it right off the internet, and it's the whole... Yeah. It's like 14 workouts, and they shuffle them up over the course of four to five weeks. Okay. And then you can redo it if you want to. So that's what I did. I redid it over and over again. Okay. So that's definitely a cool... That sounds like a cool thing to do is is the, the 25 minutes sold me right there. I'm like, okay, if I could do something seven, 25 minutes, you could you could definitely get to it. So what, what was it that brought you to WW and uh, that, that, that program was a final push? Um, I, I believe it was the fact that after I lost the first 100 pounds, 
I kind of hit a rut where I wasn't losing as much as I wanted to. Okay. And I probably should have joined WW sooner. Like living with Lori and seeing her do it for years, she's lost like over 120 pounds. And if everybody doesn't listening at home, if you don't know, uh, Gooch is married to uh, Lori, better known as Lightened Up Lori, WW ambassador. So you guys are like an official WW power couple. I have one half of a power couple on here. I'm very, very proud of that. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just there for support. Well, I mean, yeah. but that's just thing. You saw it from, you saw your wife have all the success and, you know, the program work for her. So that had to be a motivational factor is, is to get on yeah, it, right? Seeing it firsthand was, was probably the most unbelievable part. But even seeing it as a guy, you want to still do it your way and not be told like, oh, you should do this. You kind of got to figure it out on your own. And that's why it took me so long to finally join WW. Yeah, I mean, that's that stigma. I actually have, you'll see on, on, on the replay, I have a quote that you put up that I, I absolutely loved. It's like, for any dude who thinks WW is only for women and old people, <laughs> you're wrong. It works. And that is a stigma. That is definitely a stigma. Oh, yeah. You know, because I, I first did WW as a kid. And it's true. It's mostly, mostly women and old people in, in the workshop, but it still is today. And I think that's what pushes a lot of guys away. That's the first thing they think of. It's kind of like that, that macho thing kicks in. They're like, well, I'm not doing that. That's a chick's program. Oh, but, yeah. But when, yeah, but when you start thinking about it, it's like, no, no, no. If you th- it's, it works. It's, it's, it's a weight loss program that actually works and that could be is beneficial to your health. And I, and I think once guys, and that's the reason, another reason why I started this podcast and became so vocal and open with this is because I want to show, no, 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 listen, there's, there's, a, there's an avenue. If you're, if you're stuck and you're like, hey, I got to drop weight, but like, I, I don't want to do CrossFit or I don't want to do these things, or you can't physically do it, there's a program out there that works. Yeah, and, and that's why I like WW because it changes your relationship with food. Oh, absolutely. And that's why I feel like even though I didn't have the best year that I could have, granted, a lot of people probably didn't have a great year in 2020. I learned so much more about how to handle my food intake and my relationship with food. And like you said, it's like a stigma for guys. You think about WW and even go even further back. Like growing up, I seen my mom do like Jenny Craig. Yeah. And you, you see the meetings and you're like, okay, well, it's just women. <laughs> and if there are any guys, they're like 70 years old. Yeah. My mom did Jenny Craig and she had no, she did Nutrisystem and she had the food and, and it was like the worst looking food. It couldn't have been good. There's no, <laughs> and like, you know, and she had a gallbladder taken out in her forties and I, and they said like, you know, a lot of people who did these programs in the eighties, like Jenny Craig and Nutrisystem had gallbladder problems because this food was absolutely horrible. There was no way this food was, was edible. No. And, you know, that's the thing, too. It's like you, you go to these places and you look around, you're like, it's kind of like, how, how do I do this? There's, I'm the only, like, you know, especially if you're a, a younger guy, there's all old people and women. And then, like, if you're doing a program like that where it's like, well, I'm not eating that. And then, you know, and I remember going into WW the first time being like, okay, I am... Nobody here is my age. And that's why when I came back this time, I went with my best friend, Nick. And most of the time, we are the only two guys in the workshop. 
Do you have that? Do you uh, do you go to the workshops or how, do you do online? Um, I've taken so some people know. Lori doesn't drive. Okay. So I'm the only licensed driver in our household. I mean, you got to figure you're from New York. You know how it is. You don't really need to drive to get almost anywhere in New York, Long Island. There's, so there's public transportation. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of different yeah. ways to do it. Yeah, we have probably the most advanced public transportation system. So you can get anywhere without driving. So nonetheless, I drive her and have driven her to workshops. So I wait in the car and sometimes, you know, the coaches are cool. They're like, oh, just come in. So I've been inside it. And yeah, it's and it's Florida. Remember, it's Florida. It's a lot of retirees. <laughs> so you're already hitting old. Yes, I've been old to. Already I went to a, I went to a workshop when I was in Boca. I went on a, mo- a Monday morning, and yes, it was. Um, it was. I felt like I was in the movie Cocoon. It was definitely. <laughs> it was not my scene to, to put it that uh, lightly. Yeah, it's it's different, but I I like them. Yeah. There's some guys, but they're older guys. I will say, out of all the workshops I've ever went to with her, I probably, and I'm just guesstimating ages, I've never seen a male under maybe 55, 50. You know what? There's I, there's very few, like even here, um, the ones I go to. Like I, I, I'm back uh, going to workshops now. I go Sunday morning with my best friend, Nick. And me and him are the only... Two guys in the fifty, you know, we're in our forties, um, but there was no other men. There was one other guy there, and he was in his definitely his fifties, sixties. So it is. I can understand how it is. Like you know, when you're looking at it that way, it's a little intimidating. Yeah, you know, because I remember when I went to the first beach meetup, I was the only guy there, and I I didn't know that guys didn't go to this. I just saw Long Island Beach meetup. I'm like, oh, cool, I get to meet some of the people in the community. And then in the group message, I'm noticing like I think I'm the only guy here. Like I, I don't I don't think there's yeah. I don't think there's any other guys gonna go to this. Double check is this Pat a guy or a girl? Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> then when I got there, I'm walking up and then there's a group of women. I'm like, yep, I'm the only guy. And but they were so welcoming and you know and I'm I'm always like one of the girls anyway. That's the kind of guy I am. Like you know I'm, I'm I, I get along with women just as much as I get along with guys. So it, it was very comfortable, but I understand like a guy coming into the situation, it can like deter him a little bit. Um, but yeah. so th- is, do you want to eventually get into workshops or are you just happy doing what you're doing? I, I think I wouldn't mind going into a workshop, but I would want to go into a, a physical one with a leader and mm-hmm. just kind of see how it, how it goes. Um, like I said, I've been to a few and I've sat through them. And I can honestly say that the information you receive in the workshop and just the support from all the other members and hearing their stories and hearing their victories and, and even their losses. And that's the big thing. When I say losses, I don't want to I don't mean losses by pounds. I mean, maybe their gains in weight and their struggles during the week. Yeah. Hearing that and having a knowledgeable and strong leader able to be empathetic to that person and bring them back up to a point where they're ready to continue and push through that's great and that's what I think the meetings are are about it's more than just going there to buy your chocolate covered granola bars 
and socialize, you're meeting someone who has been trained <laughs> in this on this progress process and this service to help elevate you. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I, I missed I missed the workshop so much. And at first, the Zoom workshops were great. Like, you know, we went into, you know, when the pandemic hit, we were doing the Zoom workshop. I was going to ones all over the country. Like, I totally got into it. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I'm going to go to ones in California, Missouri. You know, I went to ones in Florida, even like next state over Jersey. I went to a bunch of different ones. And then all of a sudden it got to the point, like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm over the Zoom thing. Like, I don't get that connection. And I made a decision to go back into the workshop. And it, to me, it's 100%. I, I need that. I, I need that face-to-face to be there with other people, to, to, to get from, my, you know, from the coach, from the other people in the workshop. To me, that's, that, that's one of the reasons why I, I love WW so much. I mean, you know, I, I have my issues with some things with it. Um, but, you know, the one thing I think they got right is the whole community part of it and, and the workshop aspect of it. Because it is, it's, 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 it's a support you don't get any, in other, any, other, uh, any other program. Yeah, there's not a lot. Like, I have a buddy, co-worker, who does Nutrisystem. Yeah. He's actually been in, like, Nutrisystem commercials. Oh, really? He's lost, like, a ton of weight. And, but it's self-driven. Yeah. There's, you know, of course, there's online communities like Reddit and Instagram, of course. But there's not, with what you're paying for all those meals, you're not getting a coach. No. You're not getting a resource. You're just getting, you know, microwave food. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. It's it's you don't have that 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 support and everything, and it's you know, and then it's the thing to you you know you you're doing this on your own. Eventually, it's you. It's you know, it's you. Yes. It's it's you know, it's every day you're sitting down in front of the food and everything. But it, it helps to lean on something. So like, and it, and I don't know how this works with with you like that that your wife is on on the program as well. Is it? A, a better support system or do you find sometimes that it's like, you know, you feel like you're being watched all the time? No, we, we make it work together. So we're on different plans. Okay. And even before I joined, I wasn't on any plan, but I do a lot of the cooking. I probably do a good 70% of the cooking in the house. So being able to control what we all eat, I'm able to make sure that we are eating on plan when we are cooking and we always look out for each other with what we're eating, what we should be eating, what we shouldn't be eating at a time. I mean, you live together, you eat the same snacks. So we know what we need to do. Yeah. But we are very supportive of each other, especially when I first joined. She was just proud of me for just taking the the step to sign up and join. Absolutely. I mean, that was tough. It, that's the that's the biggest thing right there is actually taking that first step and getting into a workshop and it, it's hard and people don't realize how how hard it is to actually be like okay I'm gonna make this change now because it is it's it's a life change it's a lifestyle change you're changing your whole it's not just what you're eating you're changing your whole mindset about everything and to do yeah, that I it's got a big friends, thing they won't do it I, I I know people as well that just just won't you know and I had a guy. The other day, be like, "Hey, I really want to do this," and uh, you know, and he was saying, "I got to do something drastic." I'm like, "No, you don't have to do something drastic. You just because drastic to me is once that that ends, that whole like push forward. Like to me, drastic's like being shot out of a cannon, and once yeah. you're shot out of a cannon, you got all that momentum, but eventually it, it stops. 
where if you just get into something, yeah, if you get into something like this, it's more, it's stability, it's community, it's, you know, learning how to eat, which, you know, like you said that before, that, that was my biggest thing is that I actually have a, a different relationship with food than just like a, a Band-Aid or something that soothes me. It's actually, okay, no, I need this to fuel my body. And that yes. was, that's a big thing as well. So what, 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 what plan are you on? I'm on purple. Me too. I went back Mainly because back to least amount of points. That's why I went back to it. See, um, I had a struggle with purple the first time I was on it. I got a little uh, friendly with the carbs. Me and the potatoes and, and the, yeah. the whole wheat pasta. I was having like a lot of carbs every meal, and I kind of got like a little carried away. This time around, because I am tracking my calories and macro count as well. Okay. I like purple because it is less points. Yeah. And I kind of, it was weird. Like when I was doing green and doing this, they give me so many points that I was like leaving like 35 to 40 points on the table a day with, with green. When I was in green. I had three digit points. It's crazy, right? I'm like, how am I going to eat all this? Like I literally would have to eat like two pounds of chicken with every meal. Yeah. I, I couldn't keep up with it. <laughs> so I went, I started on purple well, when I started WW, there was just one plan. Yeah. So it was like freestyle or whatever. And then when they gave us the option, I went to purple because I was excited about the potatoes. Then <laughs> It's exciting. Like, oh. It really is. Yeah. Knowing I can make my own French fries. It's a big it thing. It's a big, big deal. Fries <laughs> every night with every meal. It's crazy, right? I mean, it, it's, and it's all, you know, I always, the thing I always did though with any plan I was on with zero point foods, I always, I always weighed them and kept track of the, the weight. Um, cause to me, that's, for me, that's more accountability. And I, I could see actually what I was eating cause I can get carried away very easily with things and that always helped bring it back. But I, I do like purple just for the same reason. It's, it's less points. Yeah. I don't have the time or just the mental capacity to figure out how I'm going to eat 116 points every day. They gave you 116 points? When I started, yeah, I had a lot of points. Um, whichever the, which, which plan is the least restrictive? Green. Uh, is it green? No. The, what do you mean as far as? As far, I mean, the one with the least amount of zero point food. That's green. Yeah, I had a lot of points. Yeah, I had like, it was crazy amount of points that I, I had on there. And then plus you throw in the weeklies and, and everything else. And it's like I'd be eating for the, the whole, from morning to night. So that's another reason why I started intermittent fasting as well. And I think this purple just works with everything right now for me. And I'm happy with it. And it, it, was, it got me through the holidays. And it, it's, it's a good plan. So what, what plan is your wife on? I believe she's on blue. I want to say green, but I feel like I said green and said I was wrong. Okay. So I'm going to go with blue. It, blue and green are very similar. As far Blue as who's the two hundred zero point food, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's the one she's on. That's the old plan before they changed all of them. Okay, yeah. She likes that one. It's you know my favorite thing is when they change the plans. It's it's my favorite. It's my favorite workshop to go to because the people have like meltdowns in, in the workshops. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, I just I just learned these plans. How am I going to absorb this? It's that's my favorite thing is to watch the people have meltdowns well, what do you in the workshop. The new one, the the plus. I, it still seems the same to me. It's just I did the pilot for that. Okay, so I was on it for like eight weeks before it became public. I like some of the new features. Yeah, 
they're just not intuitive enough for my liking. Yeah, like the the feature that I've always had, I've always had the sl- I've had the sleep feature for a while. Like my Fitbit. Yeah, and they were selling it like it was brand new. Yeah, I've and been doing that for a while. I noticed other people had it, but I couldn't say anything <laughs> during the pilot. So I was just like, oh, well, maybe they're piloting too. Yeah, that's what I didn't know if they picked different people, but like since my the sleep thing I've had for a long time and. I always track that with my Fitbit anyway, and my Fitbit's been connected to my WW app since I've got my Fitbit, so it tracks my activity as well. I, I, I went through a little bit of the, 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 the plus, and I really did, like those features I'm not going to use. I'm not going to have five-minute coaching. I'm not going to you know do those things. So to me, it's the same thing. I, listen, it, it's extra tools, and I think it works for people, yeah. but not for me right now. The free apps that they have, like the the Headspace thing and the meditation is cool. Um, the, the one for the recipe one is cool. Yeah. But I had brought it up in the pilot. It's not very smart. So it actually what's in your refrigerator and you pick three things you have. So I'll pick chicken, onion, and pasta. So instead of giving me a meal that consists of all three of those things, yeah. it gives me a hundred meals that only uses one of those things. (laughs) So I'm like, all right, well I have chicken, onion and pasta. I can't make shepherd's pie because there's onions in it. (laughs) So it won't won't give you like to make what, you know, that, okay. I I get how that, I haven't tried that. It's not smart enough to take just the three items you put in there and give you a recipe with at least those three items. It'll give you, 10 recipes with chicken, 10 with onion, and 10 with pasta. Yeah, because I, I, I would I think... I any of this. I would think the point of it is that, like, okay, I open my fridge. Here is what I have. Help me out. I don't... I'm not going to the store now to add things to it. I want to make food with... I want to make food with just that stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I got to play around with that because I, I, didn't, I didn't try that one, but that doesn't... To me, that's a little... Yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely something that's not really uh, working correctly. If it's not, yeah, they gotta fine tune it. Like I remember when I I, I did um, last year, they brought me. I did the uh, offsite meeting. They always have a member come speak, and I, I was invited to speak at the offsite meeting. And it was before you could change your name on Connect. And they were telling me some, yeah. That, now you can actually change your name on Connect. So yeah. I've told this story on here before, but like I thought it was a little short. My my Connect name was an ex girlfriend's name. So like people thought my name was like was Jessica. That's what they thought my name was on there, because I had run out of like usernames, so I just used hers. Because I joined WW so many different times that I ran out of usernames, so I just picked hers. I didn't know that there'd be a social media attached to it. The three years after when I came back, <laughs> and I remember I went off on the guy who's in charge of it. He's like, "No, no, no, it's coming, it's coming back." I'm telling you. So they they told me about a bunch of different stuff they were working on that now that's kind of rolling out. Which is cool. They're always they're always expanding. They're always working on yes. the app, and especially now where we are kind of like locked down, most of the country is like you know, it's it's just great to go to your phone and have that option. But I think like anything else, that they're, they're working through the bugs. So hopefully yes. one day you can actually go in there and hit like you know, like you said, chicken, onions, and macaroni, and it'll give you something to make with that. Yeah, at least to start with. To start with I mean, it, it's, it's just messy. But it's not something I'm going to use. I don't cook like that. I cook. Oh, I've seen what you, you cook the good stuff. 
I don't figure out what we're going to eat until 5 o'clock when I'm done working. Okay. I go open the fridge, and whatever's in there, I'm cooking. I do that, too, as far I, I'll, I'll plan, like, my lunch and my breakfast ahead of time. Like, I'll make that the night before. But I still like, you know, to I'm going to have dinner to open the fridge and be like, okay, what am I having? I like it to be a surprise. I like it to be like, you know... Yeah. I don't want it to be like, okay, it's this plant, it's this meal that I prepped on Sunday and it's already in a package. I just got to heat it up because then I feel like I'm on that Nutrisystem type thing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a problem with meal prepping, but I can't commit to eating the same thing like three, four days in a row. I like, feel you on that. Today I had no idea what I was going to eat. I just knew we had chicken breast and I had to use it. So I split the chicken breasts and I stuffed them with cream cheese and artichoke hearts. That sounds that awesome. That was unplanned. That was just <laughs> the first thing I grabbed out of the refrigerator. And that was it. And it just, it works. That macaroni and cheese you made um, for Thanksgiving looked absolutely amazing. The I, Thanksgiving one was way better than the one I did um, <laughs> in the recipe share. Well, I tried you- to be uh, very WW friendly in the recipe share. I used a whole wheat pasta. I used fat-free cream cheese. But on Thanksgiving, those rules were out the window. No, I, I agree. Thanksgiving is a day that, you know, I think if you want to eat, just eat. Just at any holiday like that, like especially this yeah. time of year. That's And we were talking before we started. You actually had joined Thanksgiving week. Yeah, because I wanted to get in on the best deal. It was like $9 a month for the first six months and like a free wallet. But it sucks. Yeah, because no one, no one's joining that week. That's like everybody's like, okay. Usually it's after the holiday or after the new year or the beginning of the new year. Yeah. So you joined at a time that, like, you. So you were going into that that week already. Like, okay, I'm doing this, but it's still a. So how'd you maintain that first week and get through the holiday and start a whole new program? Well, I knew what I was going to eat. I knew, well, I knew that I was going to eat on Thanksgiving. I had no plans to adjust my meal because I started WW, but I did track it all. And and that was really how it kicked off is I took a week where I knew that I was going to be eating, just testing out different recipes and making sure that things I was going to cook on Thursday were going to be perfect, but I tracked it and when I started tracking and realizing that you, you need to track to be informed on what you're eating and how your progress is going to be, even though on that day and Thanksgiving, I mean, I could have been negative 300 points. I mean, (laughs) but I tracked it. Yeah. It's all there. And, you know, black Friday we went out and I think I made like a Stuffing and turkey hero with cranberry jelly. My brother does that in his deli. My brother makes um he makes Thanksgiving hero and he also makes Thanksgiving egg rolls with all the all the good stuff in it. Potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, it's turkey. The best stuff, man. It absolutely, I agree. And but that's great though. I never had one of those until right before I left New York. My deli, um, Meacham Deli, right by uh, Sapienza Bakery. They started making these Thanksgiving leftover heroes. Yeah. And it was just like gravy, <laughs> like a boar's head, like thicker cut turkey, 
cranberry relish. I mean, it was and it was amazing. And then I was like, oh, I got to do this again one day. Well, we used to do the sandwiches like that, that Thanksgiving sandwich that, you know, the leftover sandwich the next day. That was my yeah. favorite thing for lunch was that I used to get like, you know, whatever bread we had and like put the turkey and all that stuff on it. And it's it's the best. So, I mean, my brother started making these egg rolls. It's 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 absolutely amazing. These, these egg rolls that he makes he, and he'll make like all different kinds. But the Thanksgiving one is my, my favorite. And I haven't had them in, in a long time because they are, you know, probably like 20 points each. But it's definitely a definitely a thing to go for. But I mean, you gotta like, enjoy your food. I do, and that's a, <laughs> that's that's the problem. I enjoy it sometimes a little too much. Um, but yeah, no navigating. The, and I give you credit for for joining that. So, did you lose that first week? Um, I think I might have just broke even. I might have been like minus like that point two something. So I'm. When I weigh myself, if you go into my WWF, I don't have points. I only weigh pounds. Okay. So if I get a weight and I'm down like 0.4, I don't mark the 0.4. I just mark whatever the, the I mark in the weight before the point. I don't round up or round down. Really? I just mark the weight. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I know every 0.4 and 0.2 pound matters. Yeah. But I guess when I step on the scale, I see the first three numbers. It's no secret. There's three numbers. (laughs) 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 So I take those first three numbers, and that's what I put in my app. And I I totally get that. I, 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 you know, I give you a lot of credit for that because I I sometimes need that like 0.4 loss to get me to the next week. Um, especially like, you know, in a, in a tough week and they do it, they add up, but everybody has to do it. That's the great thing about this program and how everybody works. Their program is you have to do what works for you. Yes. That's what I love about it. Is yeah. You get to navigate the program with what works best for you, taking into consideration some of the advice and information you get from others, but you really have to, it's your story. Yeah, I, that's what's great about it. And it's, you know, people and I love that that Instagram is kind of like become like a great place for people to document it and and to kind of like, you know, share their journey. And, and everybody that's, you know, that's how I came across your page and, and everybody else, you know, who I'm, I'm I'm friends with on Instagram and had on this podcast. It's you know, it's, it's a great community and it stretches throughout the whole country and, and world even like there's people on there from different countries doing this. So, I mean, no one's alone and everyone's got a different story. So you could draw inspiration from, from all different angles. And and just because, you know, you're at one place and you don't see somebody that, that, you know, is in your shoes. There's, there's somebody that is out there and that is in your shoes and that, that, you know, that you can kind of draw inspiration or even bounce things off of. And that's what I love about Instagram. Yeah. I love the fact with Instagram is that, it introduced me to the men who I did not know or did not think were doing WW. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't for just getting on Instagram, I mean, I've been on Instagram for forever, but when I started doing WW and getting more involved in the community, I was then introduced to men who do the program. I mean, majority of the people 
who do WW on Instagram that I'm aware of are women. Yeah. But there are a lot of guys. There's like, at least that I can think of off the top of my head. And I had a post where a week or a day where I shared like a bunch of guys. There was like a good 30 of them. Oh, yeah. There's probably more guys that I've seen collectively in every workshop combined (laughs) that I've ever been to. And I think a lot of guys too they they do um they do the online instead of coming into the workshop as well. They might feel more comfortable uh, online. You think it's like a, just a guy thing. They don't want to be seen there. Maybe, maybe it's like you know, hey, I'm I'm doing. You know, I'm gonna be honest. Like when I when I, I did Weight Watchers the, for the first time when I joined as an adult was 2003. I was legit embarrassed to say I was doing Weight Watchers. Because I, I, you know, I could see that. Yeah, I had to because all the women in my office were doing Weight Watchers, so it was like you know. And then I started losing weight, and I got to the point where I dropped fifty pounds. They were like, "What? What are you doing? Like what? Like it got to the point where they noticed it. They're like, what are you doing?'" And I'm like, "Well, I'm, I'm I've been I'm doing Weight Watchers. Like I was kind of like embarrassing it. Now I don't care. I have a Weight Watcher water bottle at work. I talk about my podcast, the WWE podcast." You know, it's it's I, I it, there's no stigma about it really as anymore, and maybe it's the fact that I was 23 then and I'm 41 now, and I, I don't care anymore. Like you know, at 41, it's something I, to be proud of, though. Yeah, I, I'm very proud of it. It's a decision you made to not just change, but extend your life. And that's exactly how I look at it. You know, like, and I guess you know, you look at it that way too. I mean, you're you're a father, you're you're a husband. You're not, you know, you you sometimes can't be selfish as far as like exactly and like what you're you have to think of other people and for you know for me being a single guy who's not married no kids i was selfish for a while it was my sister-in-law who was like no you can't be that selfish like you know just because you don't have wife and kids you still have nieces and nephews you have us you know it's you your choices affect a lot of people so it's like you know you have to make that decision to, to, to take your life back because, you know, you're again, even you know what situation you're in, there's a group of people around you that's affected by that situation as well. Yeah. There's people out there. For, and I think this is for everyone. There's someone out there who needs you. Yeah. So the decisions that you make don't just affect you. They affect them and you not being there anymore for any reason is going to affect them. And that's what you have to think about. And a lot of people, don't get me wrong, people do it for themselves, but they're doing it for the people around them too. Yeah, like I'm definitely doing this for me. I mean, like I posted that a few weeks ago. Because I always did this whenever I started WW for somebody else. Like I was in a relationship, they wanted me to lose weight, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And it was never my reason. It was never the reason I wanted to. And it always led to me just, you know, imploding. Where now it's like, no, I'm doing this for me, but I'm also seeing the benefits of everything else around me as I get better. And I think that's the, the, the thing that keeps motivating me and pushing me forward with that as well. Now, do you see the same same thing? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I look at it like this. Um, I think about when I may be at my worst. I think that's someone else's best. Yeah. And you don't want to take that for granted. You know, I think about my weight now and I think and I know that the people who weigh more 
than I weighed when I started, more than I weigh now. And I look at the scale and I'm like, all right, lose a pound here, go up to here. But I'm like, you know what, where I am now, this is the best that someone else can do. And I'm complaining because I can't lose. But then you look back and I'm like, well, I lost 100. Yeah. Look at you. Look at John. Drop 200 plus. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. It's it's crazy because I, I said, like, you know, when I get frustrated, the scale's not moving. I look at my weight and I go like, you know what? Five years ago, you would have killed to be at this weight. Like You would have killed. If somebody said to you, you weigh this much. Where I was, I'd be like, oh, my God, yes, I'll take it. Give me the magic pill. I'll do it right now. And I think that's what we got kind of get caught up in, in that. And you're right. I mean, we don't know where anybody else is on their journey. That's why I don't, I don't, want, I don't get caught up on people like, oh, my God, you, you know, you have people, I only have this. Like, I get messages from people like, you've lost 200 pounds. I only have, like, 20 to lose. But that 20 pounds to them is that 200 pounds. Exactly. It's, 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 it's real to them. It's it, no matter what it is, like people get like, it's almost like they're trying to talk themselves out of it or make an, ex- no, no, it's whatever it is, it's real. And it's, it's your, it's what you're carrying that you don't want to carry anymore. So I, I definitely feel that. So that's definitely a, a great way to look at it. Um, yeah. You, you don't have to chase a number. You got to chase a goal. Yeah. Like you said, you, someone else's 20 is your 200. Yep. So we're still chasing that goal, not just the number. Yeah, just chasing it and chasing it. Um, before, before we wrap this up, I just wanted to talk about your T-shirt game. And, and how, did, how did you get into that? Those t- I've been looking at your T-shirts. They are awesome. How did you Thank start you, that? I've, I've always been into creating things. Um, I went to, when I went to school, I went to Briarcliff out in Long Island. Um, I went to do computer programming. But I also took some design courses because okay. I always love to create, draw, paint, whatever. Uh, my t-shirts came from me basically not being able to go into stores and buy <laughs> shirts off the rack. So you made your own. That's that's awesome. So I started making my own shirts. You know, you can go anywhere, even in New York. You know, you go to a bodega behind the thing. They have like the the four or five XL t-shirts. <laughs> you do. Yeah, New York. You yeah. know, in the black and white that you can buy, like six ninety nine a piece. Get get a pack of t-shirts. Get, you know, a turkey and cheese, 50 cent soda, two little Debbie's cakes, walk out spending $12. You know, but I took those shirts and I started making designs and putting them on the shirts. Some of them were, you know, direct copycats of things that I wanted to purchase but couldn't fit into. Okay. And then eventually they just became like self-expression, things that... You know, how I felt, what I wanted to say, messages that I wanted to, you know, reflect on on anything. And then eventually I got involved with um, print on demand, which is basically me supplying designs and images to manufacturers. And they print the shirts as people want them. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I was was looking through the website, which you can go to uh, limitedbatch.com. Check out these web uh, these these t-shirts and also you make hot sauce as well. Yeah. So I started making hot sauce Jack of all trades. in the beginning of the pandemic. Oh <laughs> man, I did so much when this started. I didn't know what to do with myself. Initially I started sewing. I knew how to sew, <laughs> but I had to kind of perfect it 
to make masks because I couldn't get masks. Oh, okay. So I started sewing. Then I was like, all right, everyone's got masks now. So I started painting. So I, I got some canvas. I got big canvases. I painted them, you know, all different things, self-expression. Um, then I was like, oh, what else do I do next? I was like, all right, well, maybe make hot sauce. So I started doing some research. Um, I made a batch. It was okay. And then I did more research, you know, how to, you know, make everything sanitary and the proper tools. And since no one was doing anything, I figured we're all going through this. Yeah. Do I want to come out the same or come out a little better? You know, take on a new skill, take on a new hobby. And I did that. That's awesome. When everything started opening back up. It was a lot easier to get into places, get into kitchens and everything. And I, I give you credit because everybody made banana bread. You made something different. You made hot sauce. So uh, it's Yeah, people are going nuts with bread. Like banana bread. Like, who's this banana bread? It's like who? I never thought banana bread was this popular. I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't get it. I made it. banana bread. I like banana bread. I make it myself too. But like, you know, it's like, it was like the be all. It was like you, either you were watching, you were watching Tiger King and eating banana bread. That's all people are doing. During yeah, things. So I give you credit. I mean. Tiger King took over. <laughs> Tiger King I, I signed up for Netflix just to watch that. Just to watch, yeah. It, it, I was working from home at the time, and like I'd be like working or like just watching it. I'd be like, and like you know, I'm like, oh, I gotta get back to this email. But like, it definitely it took over for a while. So I give you credit. You may make a T-shirts and hot sauce and you know painting. So you definitely use this time to your advantage, which I think people didn't. Maybe went into it not doing and maybe realized that, the you know, this is longer than what they said. But I said from the beginning, like, you know, it's definitely a time to, to, to take it, not lose sight. And so I give definitely give you credit for, for making the, mo- the most positive, you know, aspects of this whole pandemic and using that into being creative and, and, and not letting yourself, like, go off the rails. Yeah, I think if I stop doing stuff... You, you go crazy. You get into this mindset of I can't do anything. I'm stuck in my home. Like, what am I going to do with my life? And some people hit that rock, but it was not impossible to get yourself out of there. I, I, I can tell you, just being here in Florida, people went crazy when the gyms closed. Yeah, here guess too. What? The sidewalk's free. You I, can still walk. You can still jog. It's true because I use that as an excuse myself. Uh, I was like, oh, because I was in such a routine that, you know, I was. That's what it was, too. People, r- routines broke up. Yeah. Like, I would get up at f- at five, get my stuff, go to the gym, go to work. It was like a routine. It was like, you know, then I got into it. And it took me a while to get into that where it was, like, seamless. And then all of a sudden it was gone. And you know what? Even when the gyms opened back up, getting back into the gym, it wasn't easy. It was hard. It was it was tough. It was you know, and then wearing the mask in the gym, I didn't I don't like it. So I went back to now, like you know, I'm like okay, well I don't like going to the gym anymore. But like I said, sidewalks free, parks are free. Um, yeah, you know, there's a million different things you could do in your house or outside uh, to, to to get that exercise and to even just it's good to switch it up if you if you know if you're a gym rat, it's good to try something. The body needs something else. Yeah, I mean, some people came out and figured it out, but it was tough. I mean, and what you said is true. 
people had a routine. And when you break up a routine, sometimes it's hard to really just bounce back or to find a way to fill in the gaps. Yeah, I'm a creature of habit. So it's like I get into something. I don't like change. I don't deal with change well, which is kind of crazy because this whole journey is about change and yeah, evolution, changing things about myself. But like as a kid, I never like even like change. I remember they, my parents redid the kitchen. I was probably like maybe like five or six. I kept a brick from the old kitchen because it was like my it was the kitchen. Like I I couldn't let go of it. Like I never could let go of it. And I'm like that with you know when. At work, if things change, I don't like it. I, I'm grumpy, and I, I, I bitch and moan about it. But, you know, what, what I re- I'm starting to realize more that sometimes change is good, and you have to do it in this journey every day. Yeah, we, we figure it out. Yeah. It's not easy, but we figure it out. And, and luckily, we're doing WW, and there's such a huge community, and there's so many people to kind of fall back on and reach out to yeah, and get help and support from. I, I, and that's one of the things I love about the WW community is there's, like you said before, everyone is with open arms. Mm-hmm. Everyone is either trying to get somewhere or they've been where you're at. Yeah. We've all so been told to get it. We've all been in each other's shoes. We've all been at that point at, you know, or sometimes we're riding high or sometimes we're riding low and, and everybody's been there. So you're, you're right. It, the community has, has absolutely been amazing. And it, it brought us together. We did this podcast today. Uh, Gooch, I want to thank you so much for being my guest today on the show. I, I had a blast. Me, I appreciate it so much. This hour went by really fast. Um, we'll definitely yeah, have goes, you. Quick. We'll definitely have you on again. Um, once again, I'll, I'll, I'll plug I want to plug the uh, the limitedbatch.com. I love it even more now for the reason that you started it. Because I, I, I feel that. I, I I could not get shirts with, with cool sayings on them and stuff like that. So I didn't have the artistic ability <laughs> to create my own shirts. So. Growing up, it was all big dogs. Big Yes, it was the big dog <laughs> shirts. It was how many big dog shirts can I wear? Yeah, it was like you know, big the big dog. I'm like, yeah, all right. I understand the shirt's big. Does it have to have big dog on it as well? You have to like everybody know like we bought it at the same spot. So I, oh, I, yeah. I get big it. And tall, or, I mean, now it's like casual mail, but I used to go to Big and Tall, and it was like, okay, well, here's a burgundy big dog shirt because it didn't even have like regular <laughs> colors. No, it was it for wasn't. men, like burgundy and olive green. <laughs> And khaki, and I'm like, all right, well, there's a big dog barbecuing on the back of the shirt. Yeah, and that was stylish. I like I'll go out tonight wearing this. Can't wait yeah. to go to the bar tonight with my big dog shirt on. <laughs> oh man, absolutely, it's true. So I definitely feel it. Definitely check that out. Limitedbatch.com, and follow Gooch on Instagram. I'm Gooch. You're not. Thank you so much, man, for being on the show. I will definitely uh, you, I'll, I'll catch you, you on the gram. Take it easy, man. All right, man. All right, once again, I want to thank Gooch for being on the podcast tonight. This has been episode 150 of the WW Bro Podcast. As always, you can find the podcast at www.bropodcast.podbean.com as well as on iTunes, five-star rate and review. Love reading those reviews. Love sharing them on social media. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. This is also available on iTunes. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check out his new band, Demon Scar. They're releasing material 
all through this pandemic, so definitely check that out. You can also go to demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, Long Island. Go. Get yourself an Uncle Cheese. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show. He always loves hearing it. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can go to at ComicAnthonyD. The podcast is at Podcast. Once again, there'll be a bonus episode this week because we had a guest. It's on Patreon. Become a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com slash Podcast. I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook Live and everybody listening home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 150. I'll talk to you later.